This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to Warsaw Fan TV. Mansfield on Saturday. Is anybody nervous? Uh, I think we have good reason to be. Let me just check my uh, camera. Is all behaving itself? That's better. You can probably hear me better as well now. Um, right then, sorry about that. Um, yes, this is going to be um, a tough one for Warsaw. Uh, Mansfield second in the league, doing very, very well and on 60 points. Warsaw, game in hand, but um, on 39 points, 21 points behind Mansfield in 16th place. <clears throat> Mark Pemberton dreading it. I think we all are. Uh, Stephen's undecided whether he's going to make the effort. Um, he wants to see the team first. But uh, what team can we put out to cope with the the firepower of uh, Mansfield? 9-2 against Harrogate. The hat-trick hero, Boateng, he's not been playing for him. It's the first game he's played for him. Scores hat-trick. Um, and Harrogate, they weren't a bad side either. So we can't say Harrogate were a poor team because uh, they were seventh themselves. Um, Davis Kyler Dunn, 16 goals, six assists. Lucas Atkins, 11 goals, two assists. George Maris, eight goals, six assists. He's not even been starting, he's been coming off the bench. And same for Will Swan. He's coming back from injury. He's just got six goals, four assists. Um, but Justin is confident. He's bought five tickets in the home end today. Come on, me babbies, he says. What would everyone take from this game is Mark Pemberton's uh, question. Um, would we be happy with a draw? Um, after the last two games, we really need a win. But given how... Uh, Mansfield have been playing. Um, we're hoping, hoping that uh, Warsaw can spring a surprise. Um, they've not been so good away from home, Mansfield. <laughs> um, beat Forest Green 4-0 away. Um, lost away to Wimbledon 2-1. Uh, drew at Morecambe. But 
beat Stockport on their patch 2 0. So um that's gonna be a tough one. Um, we're expecting um oh it's all it's gonna be either 10 0 to Mansfield or 1 0 to us. There's no other option, says Fallen Maniac. That's uh, not a bad shout, I don't think, really. Uh, it could go very bad for Warsaw. Um, did uh, any of you guys see the video I put out about Matt Sadler? Um, Matt Sadler. Um, the debate whether he should stay or go. I think, for me, it does come down to the appointment of the CEO which uh, we're hoping is going to come sooner rather than later. Um, but we shall see. Um, some interesting debate coming out of that. I tried to be as uh, impartial to give both sides as best I could. Um, comment from Aussie, I'm happy as long as we stay up to keep on losing until Sadler is gone. This season's another write-off thanks to him. Um, I can understand the frustration from Aussie because um, we all feel the same. Um, but looking at this game, um, Mansfield have been knocking at the door for the playoffs for the last three or four seasons. And they've kept faith with uh, Nigel Clough. Um, slow point, slowly uh, building momentum and strength. And now um, going for it big style, aren't they? They're not. Uh, they're a ruthless team. They don't sort of, as you can see from the nine-two and from the four-nil. They don't sort of get a goal ahead or two goals ahead and sit back. They just keep going, going, going. Attack, attack, attack. Wouldn't it be great if we could play like that? But in all honesty, with uh, Mal Farl and Josh Gordon. I can't see how many goals we'd get if we were doing that. Um, what's your lineup going to be for Saturday? Um, Jackson Smith is almost certainly going to be in goal. Um, at the back, the, um, the priest, Daniels, a Kagbu. Kagbu um, fell off in a bit the last couple of games. Um, should Adebayega? get a run out um or should Warsaw go to a back four for this one or should Warsaw go to a back four that's um possible um mark pemberton saying no point going now maybe um to be honest never gave us a chance against not County or wrexham and that is very true um wrexham were on good form when we played them um not county perhaps less so but uh some very good wins and beating crew. It's easy to forget the excellent results we've had when we have a couple of bad results. Um, since the start of December, as I said on the other video, a 40, was it 45% win rate? Was that what it was? Let me just check. Yeah, something like that. 45% win rate since his uh since christmas that's good right then we our guest is here so um hello 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 uh, sorry. All right. sam, sam from mansfield musings um we've just been uh sharing our malaise really it's not going well for warsaw this season um 
We've not heard anything about Mansfield. How's your season going? <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite quite a week, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously incredible result on, on Tuesday evening. It's sort of a once in a lifetime probably or you know, once in a generation sort of result. Yeah. Uh, just incredible to be there and um, and witness it. Um and obviously last weekend beat Forest Green 4-0, one point off the top. So yeah, things things are looking rosy at the moment. The um, but there's got to be areas of your team that are not so good that we could exploit. Could you give us any tips to beat Mansfield? What do you reckon? Um, we all the fairness of the fan chat and all that. Yeah, I mean, we usually um, get off to a, a bit of a slow start. If you if you get the first goal against us, um. We can struggle at times to break teams down, as strange as it sounds, having scored nine um, but in the week. Harrogate are very free-flowing, aren't they, Harrogate? They yeah. don't know how to attack, I think. They definitely give you a chance, yeah, and, and they didn't at any stage sort of think, right, you know, it's 5-0 now, perhaps we should get behind the ball and uh, damage limitation. They just carried on playing. But, yeah, if you if you can organise your team, get ahead early and um, and sit behind the ball... Um, we can at times find that difficult. Um, so that's definitely an area you, you can exploit. And also on, on the counter-attack, with the, the back line, possibly with a, a couple of exceptions, is not, not the quickest. Um, so we can be caught out on the on the transition at times. But obviously, we've got the, the best defensive record in the league. So, you know, th those things are few and far between. Um, but they're, they're probably the areas you, you could try to exploit. Um, not that he's going to play, but would you be worried if Daddy Johnson was playing? Um, in terms of the rule of the ex-player coming back to score against you, then possibly. But in terms of the actual quality of Danny Johnson from what we saw in a Mansfield shirt, obviously that's quite different to probably how he's viewed by a lot of his ex-clubs. Then um, he's not. He wouldn't be a player that worried me unless he was in a team that was creating bag load of chances he's yeah. not someone who um in my eyes creates something out of nothing on his own um he needs the needs the service and um low cross the box to to thrive upon um i don't think he had much of a sniff in the the first game against us apart from when he missed his kick and then stirk tapped it in um, that was that was quite good that was that I yeah a little dummy, yeah. Did he did he dummy it or did he completely <laughs> miss it? Air shot it. I don't know really. I, I yeah. don't think he would have willingly passed up the chance to score against us, to be fair. So uh, yeah, I don't think we can call it a dummy. One player that did give you some uh, a few challenges was uh, Freddie Draper. He's uh, gone back to Lincoln, so we don't have him available. Um, from the match you played against Doncaster, uh, what do you think of Mo Fall, their main big striker, big number nine? Yeah, I thought he looked a. I thought he looked a decent player. We also played them in the uh, whatever the Papa John's is called now, BSM Trophy, is it? Um, yeah, something like that. Well. Or something. Yeah, we we played them in that as well, and they. Um, I think that game was three two. Um, Doncaster, or was it two two? But either way, uh, he you know he showed flashes. Uh, obviously, he's quite young, isn't he? Still, so he's not yeah. the finished article, but the, you can definitely see why. Why clubs like him? Um, he's got a bit of something about him. Um, I think if, if memory serves me right, he was playing on the left wing in the league game, and he let Callum Johnson go, uh, let him run into the box, and uh, he scored a header at the back post. So 
perhaps uh, a bit fun defensively, but I don't think that's what he's uh, what he's known for. To be fair, so um, yeah, I think he looked a, a, a decent prospect. Yeah, he's, to be honest, he's he's, he's had some flashes of uh, good quality, but largely in the few games he's played for us, only played three games, wherever it is, three four games. Um, he's been bullied a bit. So uh, physically, even though he's a big guy, he's not sort of very uh, chunky. And uh, he's got pulled about and pushed about a bit, I think. Yeah, I so, think despite his um, despite his appearance, he's not he's not your target man type, is he? He's quite a tricky, like skillful sort of player. Yeah. So, yeah, I think perhaps managers misuse him at first when they're trying to work him out. Um but yeah, he looked uh, looked a, a skillful player. Um, but like you say, that's what you get with the young players, isn't it? You get flashes in and out, and uh, until they settle. Well, Warsaw have got quite a young squad, um, and I think that's affecting us this season with not the consistency. We had a really good run of form um, in December. Um, victory away at Notts County, home wins against Crew and Wrexham, and. Um, and that was that was looking good, and then we had a couple of games disallowed or postponed rather, and uh, we've come back all ring rusty and uh, looking a bit of a mess really. Um, we could do with like an easy game to sort of get us back into it. What do you reckon? Think uh, it'd be an easy game on Saturday for us? Well, I, I was thinking, you know, with the obviously we're not gonna. It's unlikely that there's going to be another scoreline like Tuesday night. And sometimes these things happen where you're so brilliant one night and then four days later it'd be sort of a... I'm sure every club would say... Every fan would say this about their own club, but a typical Mansfield thing to do to play so well and then not score any on on, on Saturday or something along those lines. Well, um, I think in quite a few games you've been scoring, you, you've been having like sort of 15, 20 shots and that sort of stuff and uh, just not hitting the target. Um, yeah. Brian Clough was very complimentary of their keeper, but um, I saw the highlights and um, I think perhaps some of them he perhaps should have had. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say there were any glaring errors as such, you know, he didn't chuck any. Calamitous, but... Uh, no. But yeah, there was a few that weren't weren't quite in the corner. You could say that uh, the Swan one, when you saw it first time, the 25 yeah. yard, you sort of thought, oh, he's bent that right in the top corner. But then, when you see it from the TV angle, it was quite. It was pretty. It was a great strike, obviously. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was pretty central, and could he have done a bit better? I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I'd, I wouldn't have. Um, I don't think, like you say, there, there might have been ones where. On a good day, keeps them out. But um, some of the chances we created, um, I, I'm trying to think back if there was any. I, I don't remember him making any particularly brilliant saves to to deny us. Um, no, well, that's it. You need your keeper to when you got when you're playing Mansfield on at their on their patch. You've got a your keeper's got to have a good game, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I think... mean, the Forest Green game at the weekend. Obviously, you look at the scoreline; it was. 4-0, but that, that didn't really reflect the, the how the game mm-hmm. panned out. I mean, Forest, Gre- Forest Green were probably the better side in the first half. Really? Uh, yeah, and they I think we only had two shots and one, one went in and they had 10 or 11, I think, in the first half. They didn't necessarily trouble the keeper too much, but they definitely had more of the possession and looked the more dangerous. And then 
we got the second goal um, on about 65 minutes, 70 minutes. And that that sort of, I think the, the belief drained out of them a little bit and we were able to um, score a few uh, late goals to make it look a bit more comfortable. But it, it wasn't it wasn't a 4-0 game. Um, yeah. And before before the last two games, you know, it, the games we've been involved in have been pretty close games. We're not, we've struggled a little bit to to find the form we found earlier in the season. Um, but then the last two games, it just seems to have clicked whereby if you look at the goals we've scored, particularly the ones at Forest Green, they're all brilliant finishers. Um, yeah. And we have been guilty of that quite a few times this season where, um, you know, you don't take your chance, you create lots of chances and you don't take them. Uh, but then fans don't really seem to pick up on other days like Tuesday night where everything you hit goes in. Yeah, yeah. As you say, it, it can't yeah. be like that all the time or they wouldn't be playing League Two, would they? Exactly, exactly. So it sort of evens itself out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely templates to follow to to give Mansfield a, a tough game, particularly in December. Um, we, we struggled quite a lot with um, teams sitting in behind the ball and, and not being able to break them down. So I think it's just about keeping it as tight as possible for as long as possible for, for sides up against us. Yeah, I think just to think in the January transfer window, Tom Nichols from Gillingham, that was a bit of a strange one, really, for me. So I thought your attack, you got quite a good full squad. I'm surprised Gillingham let him go for one. And um, so what do you make of that signing? Yeah, I know he's someone that Clough's been keen on for a few a few years now. He always bigs him up when before we played before we played against him and he's someone we tried to sign a couple of times. Um, I think with Resos being out for the season, that sort of uh, meant we need a, another striker just to just to complement things. Um, when you look at his overall career record, he's not the biggest goal scorer in terms of no, no. numbers, but he is a very clever player. He links things together, and he scored two two and two games, two and two starts for us. So uh, created created a few goals as well, I think. So he looks like a shrewd acquisition. Um, and it's it's just coincided as well because, of, funny enough, quite a lot of fans were a bit disappointed with our window that we didn't perhaps bring one or two more players in. But yeah. at the same time, starting with the Notts County game, we've had George Williams come in, who's who's uh, started at right back against um, Aaron Nemain and then Jody Jones later in the second half and kept them quiet despite only playing one one league game. Yeah. We got. Oteng, who's come in on Tuesday night, he started one game all season, he scores a hat-trick. Uh, and then you've got Will Swan as well, who's got four goals in four games now, who was brilliant for us on loan last season, but this season just hadn't found any form, wasn't getting the chance. I wonder whether he'd been out injured, Will Swan, no? He's had a few niggling, at the start of the season he had a niggling problem, but um, since probably about October time, he's been in and around the squad, but obviously with us playing you know, quite well. He's not perhaps had the chances that he expected and when he has yeah. come on, he hasn't always affected the game. Um, but now he's been given his chances. It's, it's sort of like we've got three new signings plus Nichols, yeah. uh, which have all injected, a, you know, a bit of their own, uh, put their own stamp on the team. And um, yeah, it's it's funny how things work out sometimes. Because um, yeah. I think both Botem was, they were trying to get rid of him, trying to... Uh, send him out to another club in January and then he, he makes a second start and scores a hat-trick. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Clough must have been thanking his lucky stars that he didn't didn't let him go. 
It's it's like cleaning out your settee and finding uh, twenty pound notes everywhere. Exactly. Like being a Mansfield yeah. fan at the minute. Yeah. The, um, tell me about the uh, away defeat to Wimbledon. That was two one away defeat. Um, is is that a game you dominated and just didn't score or? No, it was. Um, I think that's sort of been the catalyst for us kicking on again a little bit because. Um, Jordan Barry was sent off quite early in that one. I think after about twenty minutes, uh, we, were wow, down, okay. we were down to ten men. Um, whether it was a red card or not, we'd had one the game before against Sutton where their player had done exactly the same sort of a last man, last man pull pull of the shirt, but quite a long way from. Picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Goal. Uh, the Sutton player got away with it and Bowery got a red card. And so they felt a bit aggrieved by that. Um, we, they cut. They scored in first half stoppage time. We played really well in the second half and got it back to one-one um, on about seventy minutes, I think. Um, we then had um, a clear a clear shout for a penalty. It looked a Stonewall penalty turned down in stoppage time, and Wimbledon went up the other end and scored with the with the last kick of the game. So. Oh, Clough was fuming about that. He got banned from the touchline for one game. The assistant manager got banned from the touchline for two games or three games, I think, in the end. Um, and I, but I think that sort of it's created a bit of a siege mentality kind of thing, where you know it, it was a clear penalty that we should have had, and we've gone from probably having should have should have had three points to having zero points, and and that sort of I think that's stirred uh, the yeah. to, to kick on again. That hurts. The um uh, the last few years you have been quite close, um sort of edge of the playoffs and losing in the playoffs and that sort of thing. So um it's been coming, hasn't it, this season for you? Yeah, it it, it feels it feels different this time around. I think it feels like the last few seasons have felt like you know we're good enough to be in and around the top seven, but we're not quite we're not quite top three material. And last year we missed out on the playoffs on goal difference. Um, the season before, obviously, we lost in the playoff final. And it's just been, we've got a good squad, we've got good players, but it was the defence that was perhaps holding us back. We didn't have a, a proper defence, sort of had makeshift defenders filling in and that sort of thing. That seems to have been remedied now. And we've been a top three side for, for most of the season. Um I think that sort of the stats, you know, like I said, best defence in the league, up there with the top goal scorers in the league now. I think we've only lost three league games all season. So it kind of kind of speaks for itself that that that, that 
improvement has um has it's, it's, a great, it's a great advert for getting more people to go to water on saturday <laughs> I, think, uh, <laughs> I think you're gonna i think you're gonna have half the ground i think so your all your fans will be absolutely cock a hoop with the way the season's going um we thought uh wrexham Notts county and stockport would be going to be uh ruling the roast but um that's not quite working out for them is it no i mean stockport are obviously doing doing really well um they seem to be um I don't think there's any danger of them dropping out of the top three. Uh, but like you say, yeah, Notts County, um, they're really devastated that they've, they've dropped down the table a little bit. Oh, they're um, your rivals, of course, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, we, uh, yeah, I think I was surprised to see they were down as low as 10th before before Tuesday night, but I think they've been boosted up a little bit now again, haven't they, yeah. uh, since then? But they're, they're a really good attacking side, but it's just the defence. They can't defend, can they? I think they're like the fourth worst defense in the league, something like that. Yeah, that's it. You can only, scoring goals is all well and good, but you've got to be able to defend. And as say, as you were saying, I think Mansfield have got the, a good mix. They've got a good attacking uh, outfit, and uh, the likes of Flint and Brunt are sort of uh, keeping things tight at the back as well. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's as I say, a welcome change because we've been one of those teams whose defense hasn't been quite up to it but i think that defense does you know it does go a long way when you can keep teams down to when you can keep clean sheets and you can keep them down to one goal conceding one goal you've always got you've always fancy your chances with the the strength of attackers we've got so it's definitely played a massive part and as you say aiden flint has probably been the biggest part of that he's yeah. playing with a that's probably that might be a good way you can get to us actually he's playing at the moment with a dislocated shoulder so is he we'll get somebody to push him over Exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's just incredible commitment from him to strap it up and carry on sort of thing. Um, but, um, yeah, he's been incredible. Mansfield haven't don't seem to have spent that much money. Is it just been a gradual building? Yeah, it's been building over a, a few years. Obviously, Clough's been three. This is fourth season now, I think. Uh, yeah. Perhaps third full season, fourth season in total. Um, so, yeah, he's been building over a number of years and the squad sort of it's not been big turnover in, in transfer windows it's sort of been three or four players in the summer and maybe one or two in january just to keep adding to the squad um i don't think we're necessarily um high wage players uh, wage payers but i would say we've got a lot of players on good wages uh and through the whole squad if you look at the depth of our squad yeah uh, i mean the bench on Tuesday night, they would those players on there would probably start for most for most League Two teams. Well, George Maris, George Maris, he uh, he scored one of the goals against uh, Stockport, didn't he? But he, he, did. was, he came off the bench. Will Swan came off the bench. So, yeah, um, you've got I like that not starting. It just proves there's so much depth to the team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've got our player of the season from last season, Elliot Hewitt, who's been out for the whole season, who's due back. Uh, in the next few weeks as well, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's just sort of incredible strength in depth that uh, I think probably fair to say most sides in League Two perhaps can't afford to, you know, you get your star players and you sort of build around those rather than having quality th throughout the squad. And uh, Pim has been with you for a long time, hasn't he, keeper? Yeah, he was on loan with us last season. <laughs> um, there was question marks over him last season. There's some errors. Uh, perhaps 
fans feeling, you know, whilst whilst maybe no glare, consistent glaring errors sort of didn't seem to say if a team had a shot on target, it tended to tended to go in. Uh, but this season, he's been he's been really good, much better. Um, I think probably one of the best keepers in terms of stats in the league. Obviously, a lot of clean sheets, yeah. but that's obviously helped by playing behind a defence that's. That's given up that's a lot. Right. It's it's about everybody defending from the front, as they say, and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, um, he's quite good with his feet as well, which which uh, which helps when you you know you want to play that play that way. Yeah, distribution from the keeper is such an important thing now. I think uh, it's yeah, not just absolutely. about shot stopping, is it? It's about uh, overall contribution to the team. Um. We'll we'll get a quick prediction off you, and then I want to talk to you about a couple of key points to do with Warsaw. Um, so uh, what do you reckon? Uh, what you're looking for, um, prediction wise? Um, I think, like I say, it could be one of those where you, you score you score quite a few, and then the next game it's um, perhaps a bit more of a struggle. But I I think we might have enough to to win. I, I think perhaps a two one win. Two one win. Two one win. That's very. Yeah. That's a very uh, modest, modest prediction. I like that, Sam. Um, yeah, I'd be happy with a two-one win as well. Um, <laughs> I think Warsaw need to get points on the board. Um, we're, we're into a run of six really tough fixtures that sort of really I I, I pitched as the marker to see whether we're going to make the top half, and um, we've uh, lost to Newport and then only drew at Crawley. And then uh, this is the third game, so uh, it doesn't bode well if we lose this one. The yeah. um, but what I want to talk to you about now, as um, managerially, Clough, um, he's got some years behind him. Um, in-game management, what's uh, is he used to changing formation midway through a game or making strategic substitutions to change things? Um, I think it's his substitutions have been something which have uh, bothered fans in the past because he always tends to leave it quite a while, give the players on the pitch a, a good chance to um, to show what they're about. Um, but that he's always he's quite often he's not afraid to change something tactically. Like if, if we're not playing particularly well or it's still nil nil, he'll quite often switch the formation around a little or change players around. That's something he does quite a lot. Um, I think the way he puts it is trying to shake something loose. That's something you hear quite <laughs> in his press conferences. Um, so, yeah. Phrase, is he? yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there, there is some flexibility there. and We're not always wedded to one formation throughout the season. He does change that quite quite a lot as well. Yeah, over, I think over. as far as substitutions, I think most fans of most teams would be frustrated by substitutions. And I think it's difficult to get it right. Because if if you change it and things go pear shaped, you're an idiot, aren't you? Yeah, I and, think. That, um, and then if, I... if you make the change and it doesn't work, then it's like, oh, we left it too late, and it's quite a difficult thing making substitutions. I think it's on. Uh, it, it's difficult for support. It's easy for supporters to to say, oh, he didn't make the right changes, and uh, he left it too late, and uh, he was trying to hold on for a point rather than going for the win, and. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, I think the five the five subs has changed that a little, in my opinion, because I think one of the reasons managers 
previously are are scared to use substitutions early is in case obviously someone gets injured and then they don't have anyone left on the bench to bring on but whereas with the five substitution you, you can change things as early as half time and then you've still got still got four to use or three to use yeah if you double sub and I think that's that's made it a bit easier for managers to be a little braver earlier um, yeah. but yeah like you say I think you'll never before the game on Tuesday as I was saying we made four changes dropped dropped William Swan uh, Clark and Maris to the bench who have all been playing really well and fan, fans on the forum and uh, the Facebook group and things like that were all saying Clough's lost his mind what's he doing why has he dropped these four players and then one of them come, comes in and scores a hat-trick the other scores two uh, and you just kind of think I, I tend to always try and before in terms of team selection I always try and not comment now because I think it's just going to come back. Just keep it to the end of the game, and then you can sort of look wise <laughs> at the event and say, "No, he shouldn't have started." Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's something that, as as fans, it's something you always debate, isn't it? Who should be playing? Who should come on? Yeah. Um, is it is one that um, I want to sort of pitch to you. I'm going to sort of pitch it as impartially as possible. <laughs> <clears throat> your your number one keeper. Um, has not been playing particularly well and uh, and gets an injury. So the young understudy comes into the team and does very well. When the guys, when the number one guy's fit, do you bring him back in? Or if the guy's doing really well, do you leave him where he is? I think personally, from my point of view, I would leave the player where he is. Um but again, we've had a similar situation last season when Christy Pym was ill for a couple of games and Scott Flinders came in and played really well. Uh, I think it was away at Bradford. Um, he had a really good game. But Clough sort of said, even before the game started, when when Christy's back, he'll be straight back in because he's, he's my number one. So I think if, you, if, you, if the manager makes it clear in that way that someone is the number one, no matter what, I think then as the sub-keeper... You know, at least you know where you stand. But like yeah. you say, from a from a fan's point of view, you do think, well, why why are you taking him out if he's if he's playing well, especially if the number one's not playing so well, like you say. Well, uh, what happened? And um, there's a little bit of humour for you. It's I don't suppose it's funny at all, really. But I mean, you might find it funny. <coughs> um, Warsaw weren't on particularly good form. Um, the number one keeper got injured the the youngster that came in um jackson smith did very well and it coincided with warsaw going on a very good run of form and then he takes him out for no reason effectively to put the number one back in and we haven't won since <laughs> yeah um, and well, then and now, now the common the comedy the comedy now this, uh, do you know on the uh, the football give us a clue thing they have or whatever it is? Football, I forget the name of the sports show, whatever it's called, with the uh, thingy Barker on it. Oh, question of sport. Question of sport, that's it. I know sport was in the title somewhere <laughs> and it was to do with questions. I should have guessed it really. Late in the game, Warsaw are losing 3 0 to Newport. The keeper comes out of his box and handles it. 
and the Warsaw fans are shouting off, off, off <laughs> for their own paper. Yeah, I, I saw that incident actually. I saw the uh, uh, the red card. Um, uh, yeah, it's one of those when when sort of the the fans are shouting against their own player. The manager must think, you know, what do you do though? Do you stick by what you think is right, or because he clearly thinks that's the right decision for Evans to be playing? Um, and then if he if he changes it after the fans have sort of had a go, even if he gets it right, the fans will just be saying, "Well, we were right all along. Actually, he should have been playing." <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it is one of those things, isn't it? Is, is Evan suspended for the weekend, or was he suspended in in midweek? Um, I well, it's a straight red, so um, that's going to be at least two games. Okay, yeah. So so he, the young Jackson Smith will be in goal on Saturday. Did he play on Tuesday night as well? Yeah, played he... on Tuesday. He did all right Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Didn't have any chance with their goal. It was an excellent finish close in. And the, the defence sort of went asleep, really, and uh, decided to just watch the game for a couple of minutes. And uh, and uh, it was a very good finish, very good finish. Um, yeah, so he's going to have his work cut out, isn't he, young Jackson Smith? Yeah, you you well. I hope so from our point of view. Yeah, um, especially I think if if a team knows a young keeper's in goal, they do perhaps have a few more pot shots than they uh, than they might usually. Uh, but yeah, if he sounds like he's a good player, then then perhaps it you know this might be if he plays well again for this run while Evans is out, then surely the manager's going to have to have a have a think about that situation. You think so? One thing you need to watch out, uh, Jackson Smith. He's is very aware and he moves things quickly. Um, yeah. With Owen Evans in goal, um, when he gets his hands on the ball, he'll just stand there and wait for everybody to get into position. And it's like we had no counter-attack game at all with Owen Evans in the team because he gets the ball, he just holds on to it, waits for everybody to get into position everywhere <laughs> before he does anything with the ball. Where Jackson Smith, he'll get hold of the board. He'll be looking to send somebody away for a counter attack straight away. And I think, and we've also got some got some good possession out of that, and um, got us on the attack rather than sort of uh, being batted down, sort of thing. So that could be if we go smart and play attack minded, uh, quick players up front. Um, we've got Aramidi Alti is fit again. Um, he's got plenty of pace to him, and he's uh, chipped in with a couple of goals before he got injured. Um, and Douglas James Taylor, he's another one that uh, has got plenty of pace to him. Maybe, just maybe, we can get some counter-attack goals. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, that is the... Especially if they're playing out wide, since we, we've been playing with the sort of narrow diamond and uh, the full-backs yeah. pushing so... With the they do leave gaps in those uh, those sort of wide areas. So well, it, like it's a good game that. for a good game for Tom Knowles. Then perhaps he's uh, he's a right wing back, but he's more of a winger really. He's very quick feet, very fast. It's just his his final ball is uh, the big frustration. It's uh, his final ball is often lacking much yeah. to his frustration his dad's frustration and every single fan's frustration. But uh, he's, 
he's a workhorse. He work, he's got tremendous engine on him, um, great pace and skill. It's just that final ball that is uh, letting him down. So if he can get that right, um, he'll be going up through the leagues in no time. Um, right then, Sam, thank you very much for coming on. And uh, thanks for everybody pulling up with me, sniffing. Sort of a bit of a cold. I think I need a win. I think I need a win on Saturday to clear my head. What do you think? Uh, I hope, well, I say I hope you get it. I don't really hope you get it. I can't, I can't say I hope you get it. Uh, but I do wish you, I hope you get better soon. Uh, thank you very much. Um, good luck for the season. Yeah. Um, we did have a bit of angst with uh, with Mansfield over the uh, Danny Johnson situation. But, I mean, that's uh, that's water under the bridge now. So, uh, good luck to you. Absolutely, yeah. Good luck, Simon. Cheers, and, mate. Uh, as, as we say with Warsaw, the joy and the pain. And we've had far too much pain. We're hoping for a little bit of joy, but it doesn't seem to be coming very quick yet. Right then, thanks very much. Cheers. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks for listening. Good one. Cheers. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.